Welcome America, this is Mark Dunnigan, and once again we have an episode of The Daily Answer, uh, kind of associated and part of the whole Answering Religious Error lineup of programs. Just want to remind you that every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time is a live Bible Q&A. And, I mean, you're allowed to submit your Bible questions. As long as it's a Bible question, hey, the men on that panel will seek to answer it according to Scripture. Remember Older Women Likewise, Thursdays, 8 Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Uh, uh, a, a group of older women uh, seeking to give good, sound biblical counsel to younger women. And that's something we all need, good, sound counsel. I want to talk about keeping the light on. Jesus says we're the light of the world, and boy, the world needs a light. We're the salt of the earth, Matthew 5, 13 through 16, and we need some seasoning on this planet. A person might be thinking like, man, things are pretty dark out there, and I recorded this particular podcast in Albuquerque right after Hamas uh, launched a terrorist attack upon Israel and slaughtered innocent men, women, and children. That's dark. That's dark. And along with that, boy, you got sex trafficking, you've got child pornography, you've got the sexual, physical abuse of children that seems rampant. You've got a tremendous amount of theft in America, dishonesty. You have people treating their, well, significant others, some call them, or just their boyfriend, girlfriend. There's a lot of abuse out there, people treating other people horribly. People treating their own parents horribly. You have elder abuse. Dark world. You got people selling drugs. You got people peddling porn so they can, well, enslave other people and destroy their lives and destroy their families just to make a profit off of them. Yeah, that will send you to hell with an airmail stamp right on your rump. But it could be that you might be thinking, it's just too dark world's too dark to get married or the world's too dark to have children to bring children in it. The world's just too dark. Maybe you're so discouraged. The world is so dark that it doesn't want the gospel. People are not interested in truth anymore. You know, the world was pretty dark during the time of Noah, Genesis chapter six in verse five. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually Tempting to think that's overkill, that's an exaggeration, that's hyperbole, really, all the time. Well, I think it's probably true. (laughs) Might not be hyperbole. Might be, that's just the way it is. People can become so dark and cross so many moral boundaries and fill their hearts and heads with such filth and darkness that every thought, every thought can become just evil continually. You know, when it was in Albuquerque here, I heard about someone that a car was stolen. And the, it's not that the people needed it for a job or the people needed to get somebody to the hospital or whatever. They just took it. They took it behind a business. They, they, they just gutted out the interior and just, they, they didn't use the car. They just shredded the car and jumped on top of it and dented it and did as much mayhem as they could just out of pure spite. And that reminds me of that passage in Genesis 6 just filled with hate, filled with hate and evil. How much mayhem, how much damage can I do? How many people can I mess up? How many people can I mess with? And how much misery can I cause? And yet, a little bit further in that same chapter, 
chapter, it says, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. There's a bright light. Not only that, but Noah preached. Noah would preach during the entire time that the ark was being built or prepared. And you find that in 2 Peter chapter 2. And also statements similar to that in 1 Peter chapter 3, about verse 18 through 21. And what I want to remind you is that no matter how dark the culture becomes, it cannot, it cannot hide God's light. In fact, there is a sense that the darker it becomes, the more you stand out as a believer because you're far different than the people around you. You're not cussing and swearing and you're not drinking and getting drunk and you're not doing drugs and you're not involved in pornography and you're not a pervert, etc. And all of a sudden, you look a lot different than the people around you. And you're kind and your marriage is working and your relationships are working and you know how to parent or if you're a young person, you're respectful to your parents and you're respectful to those in authority and you've got your head on straight. You have a work ethic and even if all you have is a minimum wage job, you show up on time and you give that employer, man, just the best you have for that day because you're working for the Lord, not for man. Colossians chapter 3 and Ephesians chapter 6. And you're going to stand out and you will move up through the company because people like that are in demand and they're needed everywhere. And if you're a believer, I've said this before, if you're a believer, you're needed in every nation, on every continent, in every town, city, neighborhood, place of business. You're needed everywhere. We don't need no more fools. We don't need any more sin. We don't need any more selfish people on the planet. We don't need any more people who don't have their head on straight. We don't have any we don't need any more dumpster fires. We don't need any more unbelievers. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, we, you know what we need. In the world is we just need a whole mo- we need a whole bunch more people in the world that don't believe in God. Really? Hey, even if you're an atheist, you buy into that. <laughs> you know, like, nah, I don't think we need more people like me. You know, I think we need some people with hope, optimism, morality, character, godly convictions. We need more people that love God with all their heart and love their neighbor as themselves. We need more people that will treat others the way that they want to be treated. Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. We need more unselfish people. We need more people that will count others better than themselves. We need more people that follow just like, hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to take your husband away from you. I'm not going to try to flirt with your wife. I'm not a creepy person. I'm not going to try to corrupt your kids. I'm not going to steal. I'm, I'm going to respect your property. I'm not going to lie about you. I'm going to respect your reputation because I care about you, and I'm not going to lie to you. If you're doing something that's going to damage you and others, I'm going to tell you because I love you. We need more people like that. And not only can, first of all, this is God's world, Psalm 24, verse 1. This is not Satan's world, and this is not the world of unbelievers. This is God's world still, and God still rules here. And his laws are still operational here. That is, in this world, you sow what you reap. No, you reap what you've sown. Uh, This is a world where the way of the transgressor is hard. This is a world where things catch up to you. You don't get away with it. This is God's world. This is a world that, if you want to pretend there's no God, it doesn't mean that that works for you here. 
if you want to say, well, I want to drink and smoke and do drugs and crowds around and, you know, have sex with as many people as I can indiscriminately. Okay, but at a certain point, your body that God made and created, your body is going to say to you, no more, bucko. You're done. It's not going to cooperate with you forever. Neither is your mind going to cooperate you from ever if you do that. You go off in the hedonism and I'm going to live for self and man, I'm going to, you know, who cares about them and I'm going to do people wrong and I'm going to stab people in the back. Let's see how that works for you mentally and emotionally and relationally. Usually people like that end up in jail and prison and get and get abused by a bigger fish. Oh, you think you're tough? Yeah. Wait until you put the in prison. There's some, there's some tough stuff there. And so you can't quench the light here. This is God's world. And it operates upon his moral principles and his laws. And your, your body, you abuse your body and it's going to pay you back. It doesn't matter if you don't believe in God or not. It's going to pay you back. And your mind's going to pay you back. And your emotions are going to pay you back. And your relationships are going to come back to haunt you. Yet you ignore God and you're going to pay an incredibly high price for that here. But not only that, but God's word is still here. The gospel is still here. Scripture is still here. The Bible's still here. That's still there. That's not going anywhere. That's still light. And godly people are still here. And the church, the church you can find in the Bible is still here. A support network that helps you. And there are going to be godly marriages. Men and women that love each other, commit to each other, and they work it out. And there are going to be godly children. And there are going to be people, there are going to be young people that are going to be exceptional young people. And they're going to be out there. You see, no matter how dark, and, and some of it maybe is just news 24-7, we sometimes forget, hey, in the old days, you just didn't get news 24-7. The darkness was still there, but you just didn't hear about it 24-7. But it was still there. No matter how dark this world gets, there's still going to be people like Noah and Abraham. Godly families shining a light. That's not going anywhere. You cannot get rid of that. People have tried, nations have tried, regimes have tried, terrorists have tried. No, you can't get rid of that. You know, because of their sin, the Jewish people went into captivity, Babylonian captivity, about 586 when Jerusalem was destroyed. Some of them had been taken from the land prior to that. Interesting, Jeremiah tells them to the land they're going, a land of pagans, Babylon, settle down, get a house, pray for the people, be productive. And 70 years later, a group, of, a, a group of godly people came back to the land. Babylon could not corrupt Daniel or his three friends. And Egypt could not corrupt Joseph. Noah's generation could not corrupt him. And the first century world was a pretty rough world. And it could not corrupt Christians. No matter how dark the 21st century is or becomes. John would say in 1 John chapter 2, verse 14, Young men, you've overcome the evil one. There will always be light in this world. And everyday creation proclaims there is a God. Psalm 19, verse 1. 
Yeah, it may get dark, but that just means that you will stand out all the more as a light. Be a light, my friend. We don't need more fools. We need more believers. We need more Christians. Different. Be different for the right reason. For the only reason that matters. Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Shine your light. And we'll see you in the funny papers. <laughs>